Hello there ladies and gentlemen and welcome to another episode of CookieCast. Today on CookieCast it's the Darkest Timeline podcast. There'll be stuff from the last week, there'll be games, movies, TV, that's if I've done any of that in the last week, um, and uh, might even be some talk about going to the gym. All the good stuff that you guys tune in for. Um, if you're not watching on YouTube then please go over to YouTube and check us out. Like I say, there is a YouTube channel, and uh, it'd be super cool if you would subscribe and tell a friend and get them to subscribe. Got to get those uh, subscriptions up, people, and the only way to do that is uh, word of mouth, telling people how great CookieCast is and how great the podcasts are and how great the videos are. So, you know, if you could do that, I would appreciate it. So here we go. This is CookieCast, the Darkest Timeline podcast. Yeah, something. I moved that three different times. Then when I had to sit back in position, yeah, nowhere near. How about that one? Should I move you? Do that. Hello, it's me. Right, let's get the housekeeping done. I know you're wondering, and I'm. I'm not gonna let. I'm not gonna make you wait. I am still technically ill. Um. What I would say is that it's uh, it would probably be considered low level at this point. Apparently that cable won't go over there. Um, it's still the remnants of a cold, um, but it's barely registering now you will notice they'll be sniffing and i'm sure some coughing and sneezing and all sorts of stuff um but it's less let's say um so yeah you know take each day as it comes uh this week's podcast is going to be ever so slightly different to other podcasts because, and I don't have a lot of talk, to talk about from the week of like stuff. I've got um, got a couple of. I want to talk about a couple of podcasts that I've been listening to. Um, I've got some TV, um, a couple of movies, a couple of games, and you never know. One of those might be a virtual reality title. Um, but, and it's one of those things, it's not that I haven't done anything, um, I did various things at the weekend, um, I've done various things over the course of the week, um, I coded a podcast yesterday, and it was yet another one of those examples where I've coded a podcast and just cringed throughout the whole thing it was yeah me talking for 20 minutes about alpha males it was it's one of those things you know you get people who are like oh i hate the sound of my own voice 
You get people like, oh, no, I don't want to have to listen to myself. Um, you get people that don't listen to podcasts that they've been on. You get people that don't listen to podcasts at all, even though they're on them. Uh, you get people who are like, oh, I listened to that one because I wasn't on it. Uh, and then you get people who are like, oh, I listened to that one. It's like, you were there. You you were, you were on that podcast. Oh, yeah, I just wanted to know what it sounded like. So you get various different things. Um, but I really struggle with... I mean, it's obviously something that I feel very passionately about at the time. Unfortunately, a month later, that might not be the same. Or listening to myself bitch, moan and complain for 20 minutes, which I was trying not to do. It's really off-putting. Um, I've got like various podcast things going on at the moment. Um, dropped a podcast, not through anything other than the NFL season has finished, so that's gone. So you look for something to fill the gap. Um, I booked a podcast um, for the back end of this week, completely forgetting that I was not available to do that podcast. Um, there's been, you know, trying to fit other ones in trying to get some you know something going all this out and the other um and then i've hit this sort of technical i don't know what to call it um the podcast started a million years ago with a laptop and a microphone and that was enough um and then you know, as these things go, it wasn't enough. And we had to look at, you know, ways to push it. So then we added a camera um, with, like, a fixed camera angle. And it's like, I've got to get absolutely everything into this one camera angle. Um, and you have to, you know, work around that. And then it was like, oh, you know, maybe get another camera and maybe get another microphone because then you can have, you know, better sound quality. Um, and the sound quality was really good running off two microphones. Um, I'm running two microphones now, even though it's just me. Um, and the cameras got more and more and more. There was a point where we hit five cameras. Um, I know people who watch on YouTube will be like, I've never seen a fifth angle. There's a reason for that. The fifth camera, uh, the short version is it was second hand and the battery and it was dead and it wouldn't run off a power source so it was useless essentially um so you know the podcast the technical side of the podcast grew and grew and grew when we switched to two microphones we had to get additional software to run two microphones um the software that i use for video editing um it's it's very frequently updated but it's one of those things that you often find with updates. It just gets worse. Um, and then every now and then there'll be an update that is an improvement. Um, so, you know, you, you, you move along and you, you build and you improve and stuff. I've hit a point now where, uh, for those of you that watch on YouTube, you'll have noticed that we've changed location for 
podcast recording and the eagle-eyed of you will notice that we've actually gone back a location um original you know way back when podcasts were originally recorded in one place then we moved to a different place then we moved back to the original place i can only presume that when we were originally recording in here where i'm recording now um it was at a time that there was only one microphone which would probably make sense add in the second microphone where you think oh yeah that's going to be even better there have been situations scenarios and times where it hasn't been better it's actually been a bit of a detriment uh, and i don't know why that is it i presume it's an acoustics thing um but the possibility of reaching a point in time where some of the technology that we have is not cutting it so i've spent an extensive amount of time looking at ways to improve that side of things um i've also been doing some stuff around improving certain camera angles um i've not been a massive fan of some of the angles that i've been using recently so i've been trying to make changes there um did a podcast on saturday that was in a different location and that was a long long time of me setting that up you can guarantee that i will will not have hit the angles that i wanted to um so i had no intention of talking about this that's not strictly true i, I had a little bit of an intention um but not to talk about it this much uh but this week i'm going to make a journey to go and see some people about some ways to improve our audio setup and then i will look at making a decision from there um stay tuned i guess i'm sure if we make a change you'll know about it that in theory the quality should improve um and i'm sure i'll talk about it so um i think i went uh, went off topic as some would say um i didn't want to rant on this week um so i want to focus more on the entertainment stuff um however i have got one thing that i wanted to talk about um i think last week i cryptically mentioned that i was working towards something um this is one of those things that this might not be what you guys want to hear me talk about but this podcast serves various different purposes um and you know i'm going to talk about this so the last two weeks three weeks that's not a long time and you know i'm fully aware of that um i have been attempting to get my diet under control um i set a point in time where I said that is the final point in time for anything remotely uh, bad. Past that point in time, it's got to be uh, it's got to be clean living. So I set that point in time, 
and that point came and that point went and from there I focused on trying to eat better now for some reason and I don't know what it is a um, little while ago I attempted to do a, a ketogenic diet it's difficult as a vegetarian um, and I tried it and tried it and tried it and it had X amount of results uh, but then got so far and then started looking into a ketogenic diet a little bit further and it was there was a lot of stuff around ketogenic diets only really work for certain types of people um, I got very disheartened with it um, as with a huge number of diets that I've done in the past um, I got quite disheartened and I moved away from it. I didn't want to be restricted to, you can't eat this because it's got carbs in. You can't eat that because it's got carbs in. It was, I don't, you know, there are diets out there that tell you that you shouldn't restrict things. You should eat certain things, just eat in the right way or whatever the hell that means. So as far as the keto stuff was concerned, I just let that go basically. I don't know why, and I don't know for what reason, I don't know what the logic in my head is, but my brain was like, you need to lean away from carbohydrates. On this new diet regime, don't for a minute say that you're doing a ketogenic diet, but you need to lean heavily away, almost run away from carbohydrates. But at the same time, don't stop yourself from eating carbohydrates. Sounds complicated. Um, I think it was like a cut down heavily on carbs kind of thing. So that's what I did. Um, and I focused a lot on trying to listen to my body a bit more, the cues. So, for example, it's X time a day you know, a meal time, it's breakfast, lunch or tea, time, am I hungry? And if the answer was, no, I don't feel like my stomach's not rumbling, then maybe I didn't need that meal. So I tried that um, and that sort of started to work. Um, and obviously, you know, no bad food. I can't say that I had no bad food. I allowed myself at times where I was like, oh man, you know, I really just, I just need a little bit of something. Have a little bit of something. Especially if it was on a day where where I could, I could genuinely say, I have missed a meal today. Um, so you take the, well, that meal could have been 500 calories. Um, that means that I can eat something that's 200 calories. So, you know, trying to get it to to even out um so week one came and went uh, i was like right monday's my day i'm gonna weigh myself on monday so i did i did that for a week weighed myself day one and a week later i stepped on the scales and i lost five pounds in a week doing that so that was a week ago like I say, this is super short, sort of short term, short time. Um, so, here's where things get a little sketchy. I was doing real well, you know, I was working my way through the week. 
And then, over the weekend, there was two separate points in time um, where massive amount of carbohydrates were presented to me. Um, so basically, one of those was, here's a French stick. And I'm like, oh man, what, what the freaking hell am I going to do with this? It's like, oh, you know, I've not had, I think on the day I'd not had breakfast or lunch. So what I did was, I was like, right, okay, I've not had breakfast or lunch, so I can have like a French stick sandwich, not eat anything for the rest of the day, and that will balance itself out. That's kind of the way I'm trying to work stuff at the moment. Um, I went out Saturday night, uh, was presented with more carbohydrates, which I turned down. I was like, no, thank you. I'm trying to reduce my carbohydrate intake. I've had carbohydrates today. I am, I am good, thank you. Yesterday, here's where things got real sketchy. Yesterday, I'm like, man, I am hungry. Think about it, I had like, um, I had a sandwich. I did have a little bit more of the French stick when I got in. Uh, but that was a different, uh, was it a different day? It was, anyway, whatever. Um, so Sunday morning I get up and I'm like, oh man, I'm hungry. Oh man, you know, I want, I want something. I want, uh, you know, and it's this thing, this reliance on bread. I'm like, man, you know, I don't want bread. But everywhere, every which way I turned, it was like bread. I'm like, man, it's like what I need is like some 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 sausages that have already been cooked. At which point I remembered that there were some sausages that had already been cooked. Um, there was only a couple, uh, but I ate those and I was like, that should do me. But it didn't cut it. So I'm like, all I, my own, I felt like my only option was to have a sandwich. Um, I have this thing where I'm like, I try to eat um, protein. So I'm trying to eat protein. So, you know, there are days where I'm like, I'll have some eggs. I'll have like, uh, workers started doing like veggie sausages in the canteen. So I'll get some eggs, I'll get some veggie sausages, I'll get some mushrooms for a bit of something different. A lot of protein. And first thing on the morning after I've been to the gym on the night and that does that. So that's fine. But when I was younger, I was allergic to dairy products. Um, absolute friggin nightmare for a child um, but what that lead led to was further down the line I kind of grew out of it but I can't eat a lot of eggs um, so I have to have like you know a couple of days of eggs and then a day off um, try to keep the levels of eggs down so what I wanted to do yesterday morning was have some eggs it was a point in time where I was like I should probably not have eggs so I ended up making a sandwich now I, I didn't want to eat a sandwich so that in itself wasn't a great start and I made this sandwich and I was like okay and I sat down to eat the sandwich and I ate half the sandwich and I was like I really didn't want this sandwich but the other thing was, I was struggling to eat it. I was struggling to get through it. And I'm like, 
two weeks ago, I'd have absolutely, I'd have thrown this down my neck and been, you know, wanting more. But I don't know what it is. But like at this point in time, I was proper struggling to eat that sandwich. Um, managed to eat it. It was in the middle of the afternoon, and ultimately, I didn't have anything to eat for the rest of the day, and that was that. Went went to the gym. We'll talk about the gym. Um, but again another day where it was like I've had carbs but I haven't eaten anything else I've had those couple of sausages so today's Monday so I got up this morning and I'm like fingers crossed I'm going to see another £5 that's going to be £10 in two weeks and then I can start saying to people I've, I've, I've been watching what I eat for two weeks and I've lost £10 uh, it's the best part of a stone. That's what I, you know. That's what I was secretly hoping for. But in the back of my head, I was like, "Is all that carbs gonna gonna be my downfall?" Especially at the back end of the week, where I haven't had uh, quite as much opportunity to burn it off. Got up this morning, eagerly went into the bathroom, got the scales, got them set up, stood on them, and here's the thing. I was really disappointed. And the reason I was really disappointed was because I'd lost three pounds since last week. And that was that. And I've spent all day today going, I'm so disappointed. You know, I've I've really been watching what I've been eating. I've really been, you know, fo- trying to be focused not eating bad stuff, I've been hitting the gym, I've been doing the cardio, I've been increasing the weight, I've been doing exercise, like, you know, certain exercises that I've not been doing because I've been trying to increase, you know, all of this. And I only lost three pounds. But then I got to a point where I was like, well, you know, that's eight pounds in two weeks. Um, Is that something to be proud of? And I was thinking back to where I was a couple of years ago. Um, it was probably more like three years ago now. When I, when I first lost all of the weight, that's how I refer to it, um, I lost, I think in total it was something in the region of like 12 stone um, from start to finish. Uh, the last stone stone and a half of that was not lost in a super healthy way it was lost in a really unhealthy way uh but i'm counting it um so there was a point where i told people i'd lost 10 stone uh, and then i probably lost another couple either side uh it's a really long story but i used to weigh myself every monday i used to go to uh boots in town go on the electronic scales take off as much clothing as I could uh, and weigh myself. And I'm pretty sure in those days, I was like, oh, I've lost lost three pounds. Three pounds is good. At least I think so. So I was like, you know, it's a disappointment. I'm, I'm disappointed. But 
maybe I shouldn't be. Maybe I'm being too hard on myself. I wanted to sit here this evening and say, hey, I lost £10. I wanted to tell people today that I'd lost £10 in two weeks. And I'd done it in a kind of healthy way. Um, I know that there are people out there now that are going, you know, it's not healthy to not eat. Excuse me. Um, but, do you remember all those diets where I said, you, the diet, the best diet for you is the diet that works? And I'm not saying, you know, jump on the anorexia or the bulimia because, you know, it, it, hey, it works. The best diet for you is the diet that you can stick to. And I don't know if I'm going to stick to this. I know that I've run away from certain foods. Um, I've been offered pizza twice in three days. And uh, I, turned, I turned it down both times. And I actually went really far out of my way to avoid it one of the two times. It's um, a big thing. I love pizza. Um, and like I say, you know, we'll talk about the gym towards the back end. Um, so I've got mixed feelings. Um, I don't know if that's true. I feel disappointed. Um, and I know if I, if I was to sort of tell somebody... They'd be like, why are you disappointed? You've lost weight, you know. I just... I feel like... I feel like I failed. You know. And if I lose three pounds a week... For the next... X number, you know, however many weeks... To lose the weight that I need to lose now... It's going to take me... I can't even do the maths and math. It take me, you know, a year to get rid of all the weight. And I know from previous encounters that there'll be points where I, there'll be plateaus and, and stuff like that. And it's just, I'm really disappointed. Um, I feel a little bit upset. Um, but yeah, that's that's the only thing I had to talk about this week. Um, for whatever reason. For reasons previously mentioned. Right, let's talk about some other stuff. Um, podcasts. Uh, weirdly, one of the podcasts that I always talk about. Um, I've been listening to American Glutton, which... Um, was kind of recommended to me by Luke, um, but he then went on to listen to it and was like, I hate it, I hate that podcast, it's awful. Um, it's just people, you know, an, an actor who doesn't have to go to work every day talking about how easy it is to work out. And I was like, oh, okay, that's not great. Um, I've listened to, it's, it's brand new, it's only started this year. Uh, there's been a few episodes. I've listened to nearly all of the ones that are available. Um, 
And if, if I'm honest, I kind of I'm kind of enjoying it. Um, part of the reason that we've just had that conversation about weight loss is off the back of this listening to this podcast. This um, the principle being is that the the guy who does it is a guy called Ethan Suplee. Anybody who watched My Name Is Earl will know him as Randy. Anybody who's seen uh, American History X will know him as Seth. Anybody who is a Mallrats fan will know him as the Magic Eye guy. It's not a schooner, it's a sailboat. Um, so Ethan Supley has been various different weights throughout his time uh, and his career. He's been absolutely freaking massive at points. And then recently, uh, these pictures emerged of him side by side where he was X number of years ago and what he looks like now, where he's absolutely jacked. And basically, he found a diet that worked and just started lifting weight and can now lift his own body weight or his old body weight um, and he's trying to get abs. Talks about trying to get abs a lot. Um... It's interesting to listen to. Um, this is a guy who had uh, drugs and alcohol problems and major weight issues and openly talked about some of the struggles that he has had with weight, which is kind of refreshing to hear somebody who's struggled with weight and has done a multitude of different diets and has done a multitude of different things, both good and bad, um, and the journey that they've been on and they've reached this point where things are, are better, you know, they've got a diet that works, they've got a training plan that works and they're now talking about it and they're getting other people on to talk about it, they're getting doctors on to talk about things, they're talking about um, vegetarian keto, which obviously was quite interesting, vegan keto, um, keto for for me is the three different types of keto so that was quite interesting to listen to and like i say he talks extensively about the issues and the problems he's had with weight and it's refreshing it's refreshing to listen to um it's refreshing to hear somebody talk about weight problems um I know when Bill Burr was doing a lot of trying to get his weight down for um, for an acting role, people followed along with what he was doing to lose weight. And people, you know, sent him messages and commented on how it helped them to stick to their goals and their weight loss and their weight, you know, their working out and all this, that and the other, because he talked about it every week. And this American Glutton podcast, apparently it isn't for everybody. Luke despises it. Um, I found it okay to listen to. Um, yeah, you know, there is that aspect of he, he's an actor, so he can spend his days in the gym and he probably has a little bit more access to a little bit more information about nutrition and stuff um when i was when i was super into losing weight and working out and eating right um i got super into the nutrition side of things um and i really just i got i got hungry for information about stuff 
Uh, there was a point where I knew quite a lot about it all, and that information is long gone. Which is a shame. It'd be probably quite useful now. Um, so yeah, American Glutton. If you want to, uh, if you want to hear a guy who's struggled for a, a lot of years with uh, weight issues and who seems to have found a, a formula that works, there is a podcast out there for you to listen to. Um, yeah, so is that. That is not the only the only new podcast I've been listening to recently. This is potentially going to come as a bit of a shock. Does anybody remember when, a while ago, I was talking about the fact that I never used to listen to your mum's house podcasts because I'd, I'd, I'd attempted to listen to your mum's house. <coughs> and I just felt it wasn't for me. And then... I started, I like picked out a load of episodes that had people I knew, Bill Burr, um, Joe Rogan, Joey Diaz, Bert Kreischer, um, people that I knew that I would have been interested in listening to. I listened to those episodes and found that your mum's house is just hysterical. Um, so that was that. There was another podcast that I never mentioned that I didn't listen to because I was a bit like, eh, it's probably a bit weird that. Um, Bert Kreischer has his own podcast. Obviously, he has other podcasts with other people, Two Bears, One Cave, the Bill and Bert podcast. You know, um, but he has his own po- he has his own podcast. He has the Bertcast, and I never listened to it. And again, like with your mum's house, for a very simple reason. Any time I saw a clip of the podcast, it was it, his guest, the person he was talking to, was somebody that I didn't I didn't know who they were, and I wasn't overly interested in listening to a podcast with somebody that I didn't I didn't know and I wasn't bothered by. However, like with your mum's house, I went back through the archives of the Burkcast and found. It's not surprising that there are episodes with Christina P, Tom Segoia, Bill Burr, Mark Maron, Joe Rogan, Joey Diaz. All of these people that I'm like, well, I enjoy listening to them and I'm a fan of Burt Kreischer. So let's download those episodes. So I did. And I downloaded a shit ton. I wonder if I can just, you know, I don't like to look stuff up. But it's right here in front of me. Right. Let's have a, a, a quick head count. I've listened to a few already. I'm on episode 30. Uh, the date on that is the 18th of June 2013. Uh, what's that? 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, I've probably got about 35 episodes to listen to. Something that I just saw that was really interesting. Why the hell have I got that? Something I just saw that was really interesting was um, Ralph Garman's name. Have I seen that right? Yes, I have. Uh, 2016, episode 195, Ralph Garman. Wow. I'm really listening to Mark Maron. 
uh, on the Burkcast. And you know something? After everything that I've said about Matt Maron and how he's not a great interviewer on his podcast, I'd never heard him being interviewed. And he's a really fascinating guy. Which is probably weird to say because I've listened to hundreds of Mark Maron's podcasts. But I think that he's quite a bad interviewer. Which is weird because he's had, like, hands down the best guests on his podcast. He had he had Barack Obama on. But he's the worst interviewer. Um, and then him being interviewed... Absolutely fascinating. So I've been listening to the Burt cast from many, many years ago. And it's hysterical to listen to stuff that... Well, I'll give you an example. Uh, there was an episode that he was... He, he did a, he did one with Christina P in the very 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 early days of Burkcast, where he said to her, seven years ago, oh, me and Tom were going to do a uh, podcast uh, together where we were going to call it Two Bears One Cave, and I'm like, yep, and in you know six years time, you are doing that podcast, and it's fucking brilliant. Um. There was an episode where he was talking about how he was currently on channel, Travel Channel and he wished that he was always going to be on Travel Channel and he could always work with them and he just loves being with them and he always wanted to stay with them. And I was like, oh, Bert, you get fired from them very soon. Um, this is at a point in time before the machine story made him famous. This is before his two Netflix stand-up specials it's like it's more it's been more fascinating listening to how time has changed um as an example uh they pass comment on a particular comedian uh and they were like oh this comedian's famously well known for this and my response was not anymore they're not they're famously known for something really bad now um <laughs> stuff like that it's like oh this person's well known for this not anymore um so yeah the the aspect of listening to something from seven years ago and seeing what that person's life is like at that point in time and knowing all the bad stuff that's coming but for for Bert, what initially seemed like bad stuff actually turned out to be uh, to be good. So you know that there's that there's that sort of that comfort. Um, just goes to show you should give give things a chance. I I, I always try and give stuff a chance, um, and that's how I ended up listening to half of the podcasts I listen to now. Um, but like I say, yeah, it's uh, it's quite fascinating to. Uh, to listen to stuff from seven years ago. Right, let us talk about some TV. Um, the only TV I've watched... Um, oh, that's interesting, I haven't written down what I'm watching in the gym. 
Uh, the only TV I've watched in the last week is I finished series 14 of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Uh, yes, it's series 14. I mean, it's one of those things at the end of the day, they're 14 series in, you know, they're doing well to still be going. Um, it, it, it is suffering from the fatigue of having done 14 series. Um, I do wonder how many more series they've got in them. Obviously, over the last few years, there's been some ups and downs cast-wise. Um, the guy that plays Dennis, Glenn, um, he left for oh, like a series and a half. Um, obviously, they've still got Danny DeVito at this point in time. Um, I imagine that they're all on the sort of working on the principle, however long... FX keep paying them to do it. I imagine they'll keep doing it. Um, but you never know. It was good. There was a couple of episodes that were a bit like, meh. But then there were other episodes that were really good. Um, they, you know, they generally do manage to be fairly consistent. Um, really enjoyable. There was, um, there was some good episodes in that series. Um... So yeah, I'm sort of I'm kind of in the market for something, something to watch. Um, I was flicking through Netflix at some point. Was it after It's Always Sunny? Yes, it was because then I ended up putting a film on. Um, so that's why. But yeah, I was like, maybe it's time for The Witcher. Um, maybe it's time for, I don't know. Um, so yeah, I'm kind of in the market for something to replace. It's always Sunday. Um, I have watched not one, but two movies this week. Uh, like I say, finished It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia season 14, was looking for something to watch. I'd had a movie recommended to me by somebody at work. And I was like, ah, I could maybe watch um, watch that movie. I've got a little bit of time. So, did a search, found it, put it on. Film in question was the film Moneyball, which, uh, for those of you who don't know, is a film about baseball, which for me, I was a bit like, hmm, I'm not a baseball fan. Uh, but it wasn't so much about that. It was a lot to do with like statistics and how you can take a team worth almost nothing money-wise, go up against teams that are worth hundreds of millions of dollars and statistically still win. Um, it's based on a true story. It's got Brad Pitt and Jonah Hill. And, oh, freaking hell, I can't remember his name. I'm going to have to look it up, because I tried I try to have this conversation the other day where I tried to tell somebody this person's name, and I know the person's name, but it has been doing my treein. What film am I looking for? Moneyball. Money. Moneyball. 
Do, do, do. It is, that is correct. Philip Seymour Hoffman. I knew it was a, a triple name. And I, I knew I knew his name. I just, oh man. I think, I think my memory's getting, not my memory, but my brain's getting worse as time goes on. So, the film's like two hours. I watched 45 minutes straight off the bat. And it was good. I was enjoying it. Real good. Based on a true story. All, all this, you know, based on a true story is a bit of a loose term, I often find. However, based on a true story, so it was about the... Uh, what were they called? The Athletic A's or something? Baseball team, anyway. They had no money. They got a team of people who would just... Would get them to the playoffs and get them through the playoffs and they would win. Um, the coach wouldn't play the team that the general manager had drafted and so on and so forth and they just kept losing and losing and losing and losing and, losing. and then eventually they find a way to get the coach to play the team in question and they start winning uh, and they do these amazing things that have never before been done in baseball oh Chris Pratt's in it a young Chris Pratt is in it um so that's that. And I was really enjoying this film. Um, and the team got so far. And I'm like, yeah, 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 let's, you know, let's do it. They're going to win. And then I don't, I don't really know what happened. I don't want to spoil it in case you plan to sit down and watch it. Um, but there was like a bit of a twist. But the twist, I was like, so what then? All, all of the stuff up to this point has been pointless. And I'm like, well, maybe I'm missing something. Nope, didn't seem to be missing something. Um, and then Brad Pitt's character goes to speak to someone I'm, try, I'm trying to be vague because I don't want to ruin it um, and, and and Brad Pitt's character I understand why he does what he does at the end but from the stuff you know when they flash stuff up on the screen like this person went on to do this and that person went to prison and that person did this and that person did that and this team did this when they flashed all the stuff up at the end I was like so what you're saying is that the decisions that were made at the back end of the film were really stupid decisions. And all I felt by the end of it was, I really enjoyed that film up to a certain point. And then it all became really pointless. And by the end I was like, why did they make this film? What was the reason behind this film? I get that the team in question achieved something that, that no baseball team has ever achieved. <coughs> they were smashing records left, right and centre. But it kind of didn't matter past a certain point in the film. So I really didn't understand what the point was. I just didn't really get it. So anyway, that was Moneyball. 
I really, I, I feel like there's been a lot of stuff in my life recently where I've been in a situation where I've been really enjoying something, and then it just turns, and then I don't enjoy it anymore. And saying that out loud, I, I, I presume that is, that's me. Oh. So I watched another film. Um, and that film was called Joker. Now, I'd like to say I, I'd watched it before all the Oscars. Um, but I didn't, because I didn't own it. And now I do own it. And I watched it in 4K, which, you know, it is what it is. So, going way back when they announced this film, I was like, what? Everything I'd seen about this film, I was like, what? And, you know, there was stuff on Hollywood Babylon where they were talking about the fact that they were making, like, 60 different Joker films and why did we need them all? And then there was all these pictures that were released of uh, Joaquin Phoenix as the Joker and they, and it was very like, why the hell does he look like that? Um, there was pictures taken from like him on the stairs. Um, you know, you often get these like from the set photos and uh, and all this and these different sort of bits of clown makeup. And then they started releasing the trailers and I would watch the trailer and be like, cool, can anybody tell me what this film's about? And then there was more trailers and I still had no freaking clue what this film was about and i started talking to people and they're like oh what do you think it's a joke and i'm like yeah i don't know what's it about oh, i don't know and nobody seemed to know what the film was about and it got released and it was you know there was a lot of hype which i, t I tend to shy away from hype but there was a lot of hype and i'm like okay and then there was talk about the oscars and you know all the all the awards that run up to the oscars and you know the joker was winning this award or that one and it was definitely nailed on for an oscar and and then it you know yeah i think wacky uh, yeah wacky and phoenix i think he won the oscar uh there was like statistics about um superhero well super you know characters from superhero stuff you know, in, in question, super villains winning Oscars. Obviously, Heath Ledger won an Oscar. I can't think of that word. Post something or other. Um. So I reached a point where I was like, I'm intrigued to see this film, just to find out what the hell it's about. So I put it on, and I watched it. And I can say this. I sat through that two-hour movie with my mouth open for the entire film. I was just like, what, what, what is happening? It was... Let, let me just get this out straight off. It was a great film. It was it was amazing. All of the hype and everything around it and all of that. It was great. It really was. Um, 
just just terrifying just like every scene you were just like oh well, what's happening here and the time it was set and the things that you were able to do at that time like there's a scene there's a scene where like there's a character smoking which nowadays geez they're smoking in a hospital room it's like even then i imagine that was frowned upon but and yeah there's a lot of smoking in that film which for the time you know it really goes with the time but now it's like to see that much smoking in a movie was like whew this is uh yeah it was intense um just it was just awe inspiring it was a proper i sat for two hours with my mouth open going wow um i'm a bit mixed with joaquin phoenix um he's been in stuff that i've liked there's been in stuff i've enjoyed um I think playing the Joker changes people. I think, you know, the whole, especially like the Heath Ledger stuff, you have to go to a dark place to be able to play the Joker. And I think that he's probably he's probably gone to that dark place and come back from it. Um, uh, you know, I don't, I don't overly like the way that he's sort of going about, like, you know, accepting awards and things like that. Um, you know, should probably be uh, at least a little grateful for winning these awards and stuff um but i suppose it's all part of it. it's part of the sort of persona and stuff um some of the other actors and actresses in it were very good um i like the fact there was this whole thing that this was going to be a completely standalone film to the to the point that it was probably going to have nothing to do with Batman, and I was like, mm, I mean, can you even do that? It was nice to see that that isn't quite the way it went, but the the time it was set and at the point in time, um, that was a, a like a loophole that they could use. Um, it was just really good. It was a really good film. Um, if like me you are in a situation where you're like I honestly don't know what that film film's about don't worry about it just watch it it was it was really good um, yeah um, the, the discomfort you feel at various points um, you know there are nowadays there's less you know you you feel less about films um but when you do feel something from watching a film it really has that sort of impact um it was good it was really good it was really enjoyable i would heartily recommend it to anybody um so if you you know if you haven't seen it and you've wondered about it uh definitely give it a go um right so computer games um, I am playing Days Gone, and that is that. Um, 
it's not in a bad way. I'm not saying this in a bad way because I feel that um, games suffer from the opposite. But it's the game that keeps on going. Not in a bad way. Um, I think if this game had finished by now, I might have been a bit more on the disappointed side. Whereas the fact that it's still going, I'm kind of like, cool. Um, now then, it has taken a little bit of a turn. Um, I managed to get through the game all the way up to the point I am now without really having to deal with like a big horde of zombies. That's not to say that I haven't. Um, and I have died every single time I've come across a horde of zombies that I can't avoid. But the way the game works is if you come in contact, for example, if you come in contact with a horde of zombies and you die, when the game reloads, you won't necessarily have to deal with that horde of zombies. Um, so I've managed to navigate through the game without having any major issues with dealing with these hordes of zombies. The game has taken a bit of a turn where there seems to be hordes everywhere I know the part of the story is focusing on trying to stop these hordes um, and I think you know there's a bit where he makes a passing comment when you're out riding on the bike that there's more hordes um, so I presume the two things kind of go together but it is making the game more difficult to sort of navigate through the wilderness is that the right I don't know. Throughout the world, let's say. Um, I can tell you this much. As a game, I watch all of the cutscenes. I don't skip anything. And in this day and age, if there's an ability to skip talking, you do it. I imagine most people will skip dialogue in games. Um, especially like an RPG where it's just like often it's just reading um, how dumb does that make me sound um, I haven't skipped a single cutscene which must say something there have been a couple of cutscenes that have been really like wow there's this whole thing that the character you play as is a quote unquote good guy with I suppose loose morals, but not quite loose morals. More like, you know, when somebody's got a lot of morals, but that means that, that they then have to do things that aren't good. Like, they have to do stuff like... Like, there was a bit with a... I won't spoil it, but there was a bit with, like, a an injured animal. Um, and then that's repeated again later, but it wasn't an animal and stuff like that. And it's properly like, wow. Um, so there's that aspect. Something the game does that I've obviously spoken before about how I really don't like the survival genre. This game has really drip fed the upgrades. It's like, here, have a little upgrade for your troubles. It's like, can we, you know, speed this up? Because, uh, you know, it's annoying not being able to have a lot of petrol on the bike and and I can't carry X, Y, Z. It's like, can we hurry this up? 
but yeah, it really has drip fed the uh, the upgrades. Which obviously now looking at the length of this game, I kind of see why. Um, not super great, but I do understand it. But the game does this thing every now and then. It's like, oh, do you need uh, do you need a certain component? for things that you need to make so that you can uh, progress in the game. Yeah, yeah, I do. All right, well, I've removed them all, so... Yeah. So, oh, all right, okay. Then it does the thing. You, you need what's called scrap. You need scrap metal to be able to repair your motorbike and keep your uh, melee weapons in tip-top condition. So every now and then you'll be like out in the world riding around and stuff and it'll be like oh yeah you know you need scrap for your motorbike and for your weapons yeah i've taken all the scrap out of the game it's like okay so there have been points where like the motorbikes died and i'm being attacked by zombies and my melee weapons got like 15 percent durability or whatever i'm like okay so i can't ride away and i'm probably going to break my weapon any second cool I'm still playing it. I'm going to continue playing it. it. It's feeling a little bit like it could do, you know, the turn that I'm always talking about. Um, so I'm a bit, I feel a little on edge. Um, I had one of those situations last night where I was like, oh, I'll just do this bit and then I'll go to bed. And then like an hour later, the mission that I was doing had sort of finished. I was like, wow, misjudged that. Um, I'm still playing it. I'm, I will play it until either I finish it or the game doesn't want me to play anymore. You know how I, how I operate with games. That's how I operate with games. So I'll keep you posted with with the you know progress. If I finish it between now and the next time we speak, I'll give you a full review of the game. Um, so there's that. Um, something that I haven't said in a very long time let's talk vr um i was i've been talking about the fact that um playing vr whilst feeling sick for whatever reason just the two things just do not go together like i said at the start of the podcast uh, um i'm not well you can clearly hear that i've had to blow my nose a couple of times and stuff. i'm not i'm not 100 percent, but i'm not dying like I was um, I got to a point where I was like man I really want to play some VR I wonder if I can get away with playing some VR so I was like I've got an idea I'm going to play a game that I've already played and I've finished and I've played before and I've played a couple of times and I've finished it and it's a game that I'm familiar with and I can sort of get on with so I put Arizona Sunshine on so I played a little bit and I was like, oh man, I love this game. This game's so good. And I played a little bit more and I was like picking up different weapons and, you know, doing the bits that I've done before. But I did the uh, the mine, which is the one where you have to use a, you have to use a flashlight and it's all works on the, on principle of darkness and stuff. It was really well done. Um, the narration makes that game hands down. <coughs> obviously for those of you who have listened to the game year 2019 podcast you'll know where i ranked arizona sunshine 
in my uh, in my game of the year 2019. If you haven't listened to it, go and give it a listen. Um, so I have played a couple of days where I've played VR before putting like days gone on. Uh, yesterday I was playing and the batteries in the controllers died. So I took that as rather than a point where I was like, I'll just swap the batteries. I took it as a point to sort of stop playing. Um, but man, I love that game. So well done. It's so good. Um, I've been trying to use different weapons to what I've used previously. Um, I'm sure there was supposed to be an update where you could get two-handed weapons as like weapons that you can carry but I presume because I was already part way through a game um, I would have to start a new game to get that um, but like I say I have played some VR it has spurred me on to play uh, more VR um, nothing new I've got a couple of games that I've not played um, stuff that I've still got from like picking stuff up at Christmas I've got stuff that I've played and not finished um there doesn't seem to be a lot out and about vr wise so it's good that i've got stuff kind of on the back burner uh that i can you know look at playing so i'll keep you posted if i manage to get some more vr in um so that's the entertainment stuff usual stuff for finishing up uh is gonna be no surprise because i've already mentioned it i'm still Hitting the gym, um, I'm still, you know, I'm up five days a week. Um, I I would love to push it out to that sixth day, um, but you know, five days is five days. Keeping up with cardio um, because of having the this cold thing, I've just been doing um, the distance. I've not really been doing the the running side of it uh, but I'm still putting the cardio under my belt um, I've been doing some exercises that I haven't done for a while doing some uh, like bent over t-bar rows I've even done some god awful deadlifts um, nowhere near the weight that I was deadlifting previously um, but it's a start and I'll keep plugging away at that um, I've increased I've increased all the weight I've been lifting, re- lifting recently. Um, don't know as far as improvements go. Um, I don't know. As you can probably tell from the, the start of this podcast, I feel like this weird funk. I don't know if I'm getting the results that I want to be getting from going to the gym. Uh, and certainly with this whole the way I feel about the weight loss stuff it's a bit like uh, um, it's not like I'm going to tell you I'm going to stop going to the gym and go back to eating uh, loads of pizza but um, I know I need to get the the running side of the cardio back uh, and I need to um, I think I need to do a bit of a like change my weightlifting routine up a bit um so that my body's not getting too used to it um so i think i'll look at those over the next week or so um it'd be nice to be able to breathe properly before running which is the principle i'm working on but at this point in time i presume that the the, that this cold's never going to go so i should probably just you know suck it up and crack on 
Um, so yeah, a few few things I need to look at changing coming up. Um, so I'll I'll keep you posted with that. Um, that's it. That's it for this week. Until next time, I'm going to say uh, say bye. I'll catch you guys later. So there we go. What do you think to that? Another week gone. Can you believe it? Like I was saying at the start of this, um, there is a YouTube channel. There are videos. Uh, even if there's not a video, there's usually a lovely picture to look at. Uh, it'd be super cool if you could uh, subscribe if you haven't already. Um, and tell your friends, family, um, people you work with, anybody uh, to uh, to give us a little subscribe, little likes, things like that. Share the videos around. Um, yeah, all that would be super cool. Uh, everybody jump over to thecookiecast.com, check us out over there. You can send love through social media, send love through email, so uh, why don't you send us some love? So there we go, that's it for now. Until next time, I'm going to say bye, and I'll see you then. Bye.